Hi there, my name's Adam Parr. I'm the podcast host, the Parr City Podcast. In this podcast, you'll be listening to me connect with people from different walks of life, from the military to people in the music industry to people in the self-help industry and many other areas of life. In this podcast, I'll be talking about topics from self-help, mental health, motivation, spirituality, mindset, society, current affairs, and much, much more. If you enjoy this podcast, please subscribe, share, and let me know your feedback. My main intention on this podcast is to have a positive impact. For you, the the listener, to take something positive from it, to apply something positive into your life from this. Now, with without further ado, let's get into this podcast and enjoy. Hi, and welcome to the Positive Podcast. On today's episode, I'm reunited again with Adrian Weatherall. In this episode, we talk about really stepping out of your comfort zones the importance of believing in yourself doing what you love and really growing as a person now sit back relax and enjoy this episode No, hi Adrian, how are you doing? You alright? I'm good, Adam. Thanks very much good, uh, good. once again for inviting me. It's great. Yeah, no, you're very welcome. It's good to uh, finally uh, meet like face to face. You know, like face to face through yeah, the yeah. medium of digital. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best we can do during uh, during obviously this uh, this lockdown. And, yeah. Uh, and the fact that you're over, you're in Wales, right? I'm in I'm in Cornwall, Cornwall, oh, similar oh, wow. similar to Wales. Very similar. I get them. Yeah, all the countryside. Time. I was wondering why, you know, sometimes I end up in the wrong place, but there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it's, um, yeah, it's, it's kind of similar. I mean, the, you know, hilly terrain and like country and stuff. So similar resemblance, but, um, beautiful part of the world. Cornwall. Love it. Yeah, it's, it is nice. It's, um, different, different world really. Uh, it's been, it's been interesting with this whole lockdown situation, how, yeah. how things have been down here. Um, I think people are allowed to kind of come on holiday now, can't you know yeah. the campsites and things like that. So it is getting busier, um, but you know I just think well it is what it is, isn't it? Can't. It is. It is. Are you, are you anywhere near? Or do you know Perrinporth? Perrinporth is about, about forty minutes. Okay, drive. that's the last yeah, time I, I was there. Uh, to um, I'm, I'm a terrible surfer, but I, I love it anyway. Just love being in yeah. the water and surfing's just an excuse to get in the water. Even though people yeah. go, oh, you're mad, you're mad. Yeah, but it's just such a lovely thing to do is to yeah. just feel that connection with, with nature and, and the water. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, I was down no, in Perrinport a couple of years ago. 
Nice. Yeah, it's, it's a nice part of the world. Um, Perrinporth, yeah. uh, there, it's really nice and quiet there. I think I, I did go there and there's a nice beach there. Um, there's a, is it a pub called The Watering Hole? And they have lots of, uh, that, that live, sounds familiar. lots of live gigs and music there, which is quite good. Yeah. Oh, it's nice. No, really nice that you're out there. Really, really nice. Yeah. Um, no, I, I, take full advantage of it. Take full advantage of it because, uh, you know, sometimes the things that are right on our doorstep, we, we take for granted. Yeah. No, I, I agree. Like, I think like, I moved up here, moved up. I moved down here when uh, I was 19, just turned 19 okay. from Nottingham. So wow. I, I hated it to begin with because I've been in the city for 19 years. Yeah. And then it was like, I had no, you know, no friends, you know, cut off from the things that are normal. Yeah. Um, was I think I've, I've kind of learned to appreciate it as time has gone on, you yeah. know, as I've matured a bit. Yeah. So it's, yeah. it's really weird, isn't it? Like, you know, like you said, you can take things for granted sometimes and then sometimes things have to happen or you have to mature to kind of appreciate stuff. Well, yeah, I mean, using your word mature, I, 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 I just like to say, use the word evolve because, or, or even just adapt because um, it can happen to anyone at any time. Uh, of mm. their life, whether they're young or they're older, um, we as humans we get we get used to situations. It's, that's just who we are. We get comfortable somewhere, or we get used to a period of time in a, in a place, either geographically or, or mentally. Yeah. And then it's very difficult for us as humans. I mean, we're, we're hotwired hot to to sort of resist change, mm. and um, that's something that, that that we need to really uh, address in ourselves. And we need to push our boundaries of, of comfort and go and seek somewhere. Uh, mm. And I don't mean just physically, um, where perhaps we, we thought wouldn't suit us or that we wouldn't like and look for the positives in it. I'm sure when you moved down from Nottingham uh, down to the lovely Cornwall, as you just said, y you didn't like it to begin with. It mm. was the complete antithesis of everything you were used to and everything you liked and enjoyed about Nottingham, about the city mm. life. But no doubt that since you've been there, you've been looking at the positives and now you've come to love it and treat it as home. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. I think like you said, um, you know, you go, you go to certain places and we can kind of get stuck in our ways. Yeah. You know, like, like bad behaviours and where we are. In that. And I think like, you know, the whole kind of current situation is like a good example as well because we've got used to how things are going, how yeah. things are. And then people are like, they, they've, taking on new behaviors and new habits and then going and doing you know probably going back to work or you know a, a, you know a new, a new system of habits and yeah. actions people are going to well, be like that, you know, that, that's why this like. whole lockdown this whole situation of the pandemic in general i think that the real the real difficulty isn't avoiding catching the disease mm. it's actually dealing with the change that's involved yeah. with avoiding the disease. That is the real problem for us as human beings, I think. And I think that's our biggest struggle. The struggle isn't, oh, you know, am I going to catch it if I go here and am I two metres away from this person or that person? That wasn't, that, it wasn't so much that. It was the actual overall change, first of all, of us being stuck indoors for three mm. months. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that was yeah. massive and instantaneous change. Mm. And you either adapted or, or you went slightly mad. Um, yeah. 
which is normal. I mean, so, so a lot of people did, they got frustrated and got angry and, and depressed. These mm. are to be expected. These, these are emotions. These are behaviors to be expected. Mm. And, and now that lockdown looks like it's going to be uh, easing, if not lifted completely, we're going to have to adapt it again to being out of yeah. our homes, which we've been used to. So finally, after three months, some of us are probably getting really comfortable with it. Go, yeah, I've got this. You know, I can handle this. Yeah. Thing. And all of a sudden, no, right, you're back at work. Well, hang on a minute. I've just got used to this. And now yeah. you're asking me to, yeah. So these are, these are, this is what I'm talking about, is that it's how fast human beings can change or evolve or adapt, whichever mm. word you want to use, whichever adjective fits best for you. But, mm. but, but this is the issue that faces us as human beings, is how quickly can you adapt? And the, the bottom line is the quicker you adapt, the quicker you survive. And this is something that, like anything in life, the more you practice it, the better skilled you get at it. Mm -hmm. And the more we get used to, the more we get comfortable in just one way of life and one way of living and one set of behaviors, following one set of regulations. God forbid if those regulations change, if those rules change, if that path changes. Mm. This is what the lockdown has shown us drastically changing the, the the scenario imagine people who suddenly get 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 told they've got cancer or some other serious life-changing illness yeah, yeah. Uh, um, or they're involved in a serious accident and they lose a limb they're like and you realize there is so much of that like that paper that i crumpled up in that pile that i've not dealt with so the yeah. idea is to go each and every paper and read through them and say this is who i was this is what i experienced and this is what i saw and i did then if I am not that, then who am I? That is the question we need to ask rather than dwelling into the pain of that memory, then rather than dwelling into the anguish of that angry moment or why did that person do it to me? So no pointing fingers now. The question would be, yes, this did happen rather than this did not happen. And the next thing would be, what is that trying to tell me about me? And obviously, if you do not connect with it, the very obvious answer is that it is telling you that you are nothing that was on that paper. So then who you are has to be something like a, that's opposite of that, right? It has to be something that is not that. And so you are set forth on the journey of getting to know yourself. And that is how it happens. You always find purpose through pain. It is, it is as easy as I can put it. It might feel like, oh my God, we don't want to face this. What, what is this, this, this thing that's causing us agony? And why, why do I have to touch those feelings when they cause me? Why can't I just say that part is dead? I am new. You know, people do that. They kill certain parts of themselves and then they renew themselves by killing themselves. So, I've done that. <laughs> so yeah. was, part of parts of me, and I was younger, and I was a teenage. Things happened, and I was like, I have killed that part of me. Like I literally killed that part of me. And then, um, in my thirties, it came back in a very weird way. And I'm like, what? I thought it was a different situation. I thought there were different people. I thought I have grown up. I thought I've had babies, right? <laughs> <laughs> feel like that 16 year old stuck in that situation once again and you're like it's nothing to do with him her whatever the situation was what's important to understand is what I understood I understood that I really needed to 
take out time to understand myself there and then when those things happened to me. And so they got locked up in my emotional body. Our emotional body is so disregarded, so not, you know, taken as an important thing. You know, we, we always confuse it with just exercising or something, but like emotional body always needs us. And so I took another journey to understand myself. I thought that I'd done all my spiritual work, but it came back. So what I'm trying to get at is self-love is so important. And the way we can start it is by doing some kind of affirmations. Um, I'm sure you would have done some kind of affirmations. If you have, would you like to share with us? Yeah, yeah, of course. No, I, I think, you know, it's really key what you, you're talking about. And I think like it, with affirmations, it's like, you know, it could be starting the day. And I think, you know, it's good if you do it in the morning. And it could be, you know, I am, I am enough. It could be, I'm a confident person. Everything's going to be okay. You know, um, I'm not my past. You know, I'm, I'm doing great. And it's that reassurance to yourself, isn't it? And I think it's, yes. it's, very, it's a very personal thing because it's going to be different for every single person. Mm, very different, very different. As long as you are saying, I am, the two most powerful words for the, to the universe, and many people are thinking, what are they talking about when they say universe? It's just simply yeah. said, you use words, they have power. And when you use yeah. them, your own voice in your own head, and you think you actually are when you say you, I am, they're more powerful than just not knowing what to say. It's as simple as, it's like a re, it's reprogramming yourself. Mm. When we are born, we get born into a certain family, and then we have certain parents, we have certain beliefs, and we have certain way of being. And yes, they all become our beliefs and the way we are. But then somewhere, somewhere around, we, we do things because we're just supposed to do them. And if in life, we know at, at some point in our life, we realize that this is what I want to do and this is what I don't want to be or you need to program yourself. Just like a computer program, we can program ourselves. And there's nothing like, uh, people tend to think it means that you need to you need to lose the memory of what you had. No, it's just it's just a, a new metamorphosis. It's like you just become a newer you, right? You just you just you can say things like I am worthy, I am beautiful, I am I like I say things like um, I am enough, right? And these words, the more you say them to yourself, it's like saying. This is who I am because you have been so much of who I, who, who you are not, right? Mm. You've been so much of who you are not that you do need to put the effort in saying, I am worthy. I am enough. And the reason people say repeat these affirmations is because eventually it's just the way our brain works. It's the way our heart, that's another mm. part I'll come to in mm. another talk. Our heart does think. And there's a whole study about that. I'll tell you about that. But mm. it's the way our, our human system works. We need to program ourselves with the new version ourselves, we, of ourselves. We just can't say, oh, this is who I am. It's what I'm going to be. I'm going to be happy every day. And this is it. No, there's a lot of effort. Mm. There's a lot of effort. It's every day reminding yourself that this is where you're headed and this is your path and this is where you're happy and you will do no matter what, what says whatever and F the world because yeah. if I think that I'm good, then sorry, <laughs> uh, this is where I'm going to be. Yeah. And I'm using 
with the kids that are asleep so I can say whatever I want. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I think it's so important to say that because it's like you're putting in that, I do not care what the world thinks. I do not care what other people's, people's judgments are. And you're not being like insensitive here. You're just saying any thought that comes across that does not match me, I retaliate. I do mm. not go to words. That's a much easier way, much nicer way of saying it. It's like, if we feel the energy, we go towards it. If we don't feel the energy, we go back. But if we keep mm. feeling the energy, we keep going towards it. But it also requires us to habitually keep reminding ourselves of the new version of us. And if we yeah. feel it's out of sync, we can, we can always, always get out of that and find a new version of ourselves. So that's another thing. When you do self-love, when you love yourself, you need to be easy on yourself. You cannot just be hard on yourself so much. I find so many people who just make it too hard on themselves. Their goals are too fixed. And it's good. It's good to have fixed goals. It's good because it keeps you centered, this, this, this place you, where you want to be. But I guess when things don't happen the way they were supposed to, like with COVID, such people can get very disappointed because they were too attached to that outcome. So uh, that's what I, I wanted to ask you as well is uh, because I, I really think attachment is such an important word here. We, we should do anything that we love doing, but also with the fact that don't get too attached to that as being the only thing you love and only thing that makes you happy. What do you think? Yeah. No, I, I, I agree with what you said. I think, like you said, that attachment to two things um, is, you know, we all have attachments to different things. And I, I think, like, you know, in my mind, that it's good if you can be open because if you're so focused on that one thing, you know, like, yeah, you're, you're going to do well in that thing if you attach yourself to it and you do it. But yeah. it's almost like you can't limit yourself to that one thing if you're attached to just that one thing there are other avenues within that field of it yeah yes um, and, um, hmm, that makes so much sense because uh, what we are doing to each other now is like with all of this racism and everything I think it's a lot to do with uh, attachment and I'll tell you how that comes into play it comes into place because we think we are entitled to judge others we think it is our um, I'm not saying me, but the, the, I mean, I'm speaking for humans, for our humankind. Mm, so we, mm. we, we as collective have some bits of us that, that does judge and does look at people in a certain way, whether the way they dress or something, which is really sad to see that we still have it in our DNA and it will take some time for the consciousness to develop. But the attachment to the idea that we have to uh, look at somebody and stereotype them and judge them and have a say about it and and be the one who decides that what other people should be like because we know what everybody should do because it's like saying I'm the knower of all right so I'm, I'm gonna make a decision for everybody else that they're good or bad or they should be like you know uh, there should be some people who should just be in prisons or something you know so how can you always, like, I don't understand this, that how can, how can a person look at themselves and, and just say that person is bad or that person is not good? I mean, have you not been bad or have you not done something bad in your life that, that you're saying this to somebody else? It's like, it's like playing God or it's like playing 
mm. like a person who's who knows everything like you will never change you never know that you can be in somebody else's shoes like i always think about this all the time like, like you can never you never know how life can change life mm. can change in seconds and you never know if you were in, you can be in somebody else's shoes you know and if you are then you'll be facing the same things they are and we mm. need to be like we need to have that empathy and how can we develop empathy is by having empathy for ourselves and then how do we do this is by sitting down with ourselves and having that necessary conversation so um and 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 there's nothing selfish about it many people think self love is selfish and they think it's it's like uh, you know just sitting in a spa and just enjoying you know <laughs> a drink yeah, yeah. <laughs> is that but it's also mostly to do with being happy with who you are the way you are with your mistakes so called mistakes or the things where the places where you went wrong so many people when they go wrong in life or they do something that is morally wrong or something where they know god is not happy with them like that's when religion comes into play or they live they live the life thinking that they need to be unhappy with themselves or god is unhappy with them or mm. they need to make it up to themselves or to god or to like there's a self struggle mm. basically humans are doing it to themselves but they need to pin it on somebody so they'll use uh, excuses like god and they will excuse like you know my mom i need to i can need to find a way to forgive my mom no it's nothing to do with that you forgive people for yourself you forgive for your own self and the moment you take the plunge in taking mm. that person's name and saying i forgive you and you keep mm. doing it and may, might make you cry and might make you feel like oh why am i doing this but you have to force yourself to do it and i think on day 10 or 12 or whatever like the level of your pain is that that person gave you there mm. comes a day there does come a day where you're yeah. like wow I don't feel anything. <laughs> that's what you need to get. That's where you need to be at and that is you, that'll be like amazing because people don't realize that they they run away from the pain of the mm. the the self love the self love journey. They think self love is just like, you know, cupcakes. <laughs> yeah. This pain you do go through pain and there's mm. nothing bad but experiencing your own pain and then if you don't experience your own pain how will you deal with other people's pains that will attach their lives with you one day like if you want to get married or you want to have a girlfriend or a boyfriend or you need to even take care of anybody in your life that's that's responsibility because if you're not in tune with who you are or they are not in tune or they're not in tune with who you are then um it's uh, it's going to be really tough because then then you wouldn't know who you are completely because you've just affected somebody else with your own crap that's inside you <laughs> yeah yeah no i i completely agree i i think like you know our, we we get attached to our ideas you know those ideas come from you know growing mm-hmm. up the people we're around culture you know religion you know there's lots of different factors where I think people get attached to certain ideas and the and the thing is it's almost in your wiring and it's almost like can be old programming you know it's mm-hmm. that's just an idea that isn't like sometimes always reality that's just the way someone thinks based on a certain reason or belief mm-hmm. as well and yes. I think like you've got to go inward within 
if you want your external environment to change whereas i think a lot of people are so far focused externally out in the world and they're doing things because they they think that's the solution and we've all we've all done that to some extent um but you've really got to, like i said got to work on yourself and get to know yourself and there's there's different ways that people do self-love and i think like you said going to a spa and things like that's fine i think if you're that's something you love and enjoy so i think that's okay to do um everyone's got their own their own click yeah. like to what they do but i think yeah. if people are i think if you're doing that all the time and people are putting photos of themselves doing it a lot i think then it's uh, there's a balance to it isn't there there's a balance to it um yeah. you can kind of see it you can you see it, you know what if it's genuine or if it isn't i mean you know people you know you go to the gym that's fine you, go, you know, take a picture do a video that's fine i've, I've done it we, you know there's nothing wrong with that it, i think it's how yeah, you we, are with it and we've all got our own thing to 12 months ago oh do you know 12 months from now you're going to be stuck at home you won't be allowed to do anything you won't be allowed to go out you won't be allowed to see your mates you'd be like what are you talking about yeah what are you what are you talking about but here we are and some of us have been thrown together and some of us have been torn apart hard on ourselves because our emotions uh, can change every single day and we might feel something that the next day we might be looking at a picture and going like why did I take this picture you know <laughs> but let's not regret uh, I've realized with a lot of things that I've seen online it's like a lot of kids think about regret a lot they think about uh, when they put up something am I going to regret it am I going to regret that like like as if regret is the worst thing you can live with uh, mm. though uh, coming from my age at 37 i can tell myself this much like my younger self that regret has nothing to do with anything yeah it's real the real pain in life is nothing to do with regret um that's the easy part yeah that's the easy part that part you will just go like meh <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah oh yeah yeah, I was young. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know, and I, but I think that's how you learn sometimes, isn't it? Like I, I used to always go, I used to work all week, and then I'd I'd go out nightclubbing Friday, Saturday night, or Saturday night, or sometimes mm -hmm. I mean, or it'd be Thursday, Friday, Saturday, you know, some some crazy times. And when when you're in that stage and you're doing it, you're just having a good time because you know you might not have any kids. Most people that age don't have kids. Uh, well. It's different, you know. I don't have any kids. Yeah, I don't have any kids. What am I trying to say? Um, yeah, so it depends on your responsibilities. If you've got that time and space to do it, then you just do it and you enjoy yourself and it's fun. And if you yeah. make mistakes and you learn and you do a lot of socializing. So I think that kind of builds you as a person in some way by just going out there and doing things. Where some people who don't do things early on end up doing it later on in life because they didn't experience it then. And they might, like I said, regret probably doing things. But it's it's a very personal thing, isn't it? Like what yeah. people might regret. Yeah. And and there's it's a very personal thing, just like self-love. And then there are levels as well, as if as in like when you said that uh, with with self-love and spas, I think uh, 
you know, they're, they're different. When you first start, you do start doing things like, you know, I'm, I'm going to take out time for myself and, you know, spend more time on myself. And then it, then it comes to a level where you're like, okay, I've done all of that. Like I've been to spas and done my traveling and everything. What's still inside me that needs that love. Then you come to another level. So it's like leveling down. Dun, 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 dun. Mm. It's like, and then you come to that level where you're like, oh, I have to face all of that. <laughs> thought I was like so cool. I like I've traveled the world and I've seen mm. everything, met everybody, and then you're like, oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> it's like mm. wow, there was so much inside me. So it's good. Life is good. You know, people at 50, 60, 70, 80. Oh my god, I met these people who were, like this guy who was 90 and he was living in this sustainable eco village, and they were all these 16, sorry, 80, 90 year olds building houses from like uh, natural material and having their own little you know backyard where they have grown vegetables and they're all helping each other they're not even asking each other for help like they're just like here's your crop I'm helping you out he's like cool you're helping me out like I'm helping you out <laughs> can you imagine that happening these days like people would just go into your somebody just goes in your backyard and starts helping you out with your dog and like Oh my God, why is this guy helping me? What did yeah. I do? Good karma coming back to me. Like, what is yeah. this? Am I seeing aliens? <laughs> like, we, we are living in a world, we, we cannot believe that somebody can be so, so nice. And what I'm trying to say is that these old people who are living in this village where I went, they were just looking for a world where they could just be who they are. Because I heard one of the ladies talk to another lady and she said, I spent all my youth growing up my kids and just looking at like what their future is going to be like. And now that I, you know, she's like, I wish I had this when my kids were younger, but now I'm here and this is where I, I'm going to live. And I've got a house and, and she, she had, you know, she was building it with her husband and they were like 70, 80 or something like that. And I was like, and they were so happy. Everyone was just smiling at you. And I'm like, cool. This is what the world should be, you know? Mm. And I, I, I felt like I fit it in there, but I don't know what my role would be because I will be just singing and dancing. Cause it's like, you know, it's like, I actually felt like I was going to, you know, just go in the garden and go like the hills alive with the sound of music. <laughs> and, and, and there was a, there was a grumpy old lady. There was one grumpy old lady, or maybe she was like, who is she? Did she just bring coronavirus? Cause I look like, you know, people get racist. So yeah, <laughs> and people can't have my accent because it goes everywhere. And if I sit with you and I keep talking to you for 10 days, I start talking like you. It's just funny. That's one, that's one thing. And then because I've been to many countries and I've grown up in a couple of countries. So it's just like, I, can't, I cannot do accents. But if you, are, if you put me into a situation where I'm like, told that you are like you are this person that I can be that person completely like you know I can put up that accent um, and it's funny talking about racism uh, I had this little thing which I'll just you know I'll sum it up here because I think uh, we've talked a lot about self-love and this is to do with self-love um, I worked in a call center when I newly came to Australia and I was um, doing this for the bank so we were selling uh, life insurance and so I've done all kinds of jobs and this was fun too. So I always looked at jobs like, I always passed through the, the interview. So the interview was a part where they used to be like, oh, you were hired and I'm like, I'm like cool. Like, and when I got the job, I was like, okay, what do I do now? So <laughs> in the call center, 
I used to talk like this when I newly came. So I used to say, um, hello, I am Saliha calling you from uh, Central Link. Uh, how can I help you? And they used to be like, yeah, sorry, like the phone used to just bang and close. So one day I had my friend Mazen sitting next to me and I'm like, I'm going to do something. It's like, what are you going to do? It? Like, like, you know, our, our boss is walking around. I'm like, I'm like, let me just try something because this is a whole day we were not getting any sales and we, we had this kpi and this guy sitting standing on our heads is like did you get any sales today right and i'm like yeah we're getting sales <laughs> we're just talking to people and just banging the phone on us so here's me and i'm go like on the phone i'm like so it comes up on your screen and, and give it your best shot mm. yeah no i completely i completely agree adrian and um, Thank you for, you know, saying that. It's really, really, really kind and really, really means a lot. That's the truth, man. It, it's, it's great what you've done. Well, thank you. And I, like you said, I really appreciate that. And, you know, it really means a lot. And, you know, from, from the bottom of my heart, you know, it's, it's great to, you know, connect with you because, you know, like we, when we do podcasts, we talk about really, good topics and it flows and you know i'm so grateful to you know to be able to do this with you yeah you know and you know it's, it's i'm grateful it was you that found me so uh, i'm grateful to you yeah <laughs> <laughs> so no, it just welcome. shows it just shows you you know you've got a good eye you've got a good ear um uh for, for for people and getting you know great people in your show which i i love listening to your podcast because i, I needed more me time because i was just <laughs> i was just <laughs> and that was that was interesting to see how people uh just the basis of your voice they change mm. their perspective and their whole outlook like who you are and what you do and that's what i'm trying to say we all have little bits in us, in, in, in us that judges others, that looks at others in a certain way because these beliefs were like put into us. Like that guy is like, you know, got a big nose, call him big nose. That guy's 